Ladies and gentlemen, this is Justin George with Kyle Price, and you are listening to Talking About Balls. Kyle, what's going on? Yo, I'm good. A little little hungover, but it's it's a good Sunday, though. Been there, been there. All right, everybody, uh, we're just going to get right down to the nitty-gritty of this business, and this is week number two, or episode number two, I should say, in a row, without Foos. Um, last time he wasn't here, it was a scheduling conflict. Uh, he's not here today because he is no longer with the show. He's no longer a part of Talking About Balls. Uh, we wish him the best going forward with everything he does, but the show is just not meant for him. Uh, to get into what exactly happened, I'm sure some of you maybe are only here to listen to Tom, and if you no longer want to listen, we appreciate your support for the brief little time we had it. Um, but yeah, if Tom is no longer with the show... Reason being, I'll just get out and I'll be very blunt about everything because I don't want there to be any type of speculations. Uh, Tom has been obsessed with with softball for as long as I've ever known him. Um, and he takes it very seriously, which more power to you. You know, everybody needs a hobby, I guess, but some people have things that kind of are bigger than hobbies. And that's completely fine. We were recording two weeks ago and... I had things to do in the afternoon, and the only time we could record conflicted with a softball game for Foos. And we discussed before we even started this show that if, God forbid, people had things going on and we just couldn't work out a schedule for an episode or two, it's not a big deal. I don't care if Kyle would have recorded without me. I didn't think anybody else would have cared if we recorded without them. And apparently, by telling Foos that we were recording at noon on Sunday... And multiple Facebook posts saying we're recording on Sunday. He somehow missed the message that we were going to still go through with the recording. And then called us out and said that that's bullshit, that we recorded without him. Um, Then said I should have changed, canceled my plans that day to make sure he could have made the recording. Uh, Which, maybe this makes me a bad person, I don't think it does. I have all the equipment at my house. I'm the one who uploads everything. I don't mind doing it. I know how. It's very simple. And I I have no issues doing it. He apparently thought that I need to then revolve my life around his softball schedule, which I will never, ever do that. So we recorded like usual last week. The show must go on, or last episode. And again, he got really upset that we did it without him. I thought we were all on the same page. So I thought, okay, whatever, water under the bridge, we move on. And then the next day, I was bombarded with a text, basically him threatening to quit the show. He said, you know, like I said before, I should have canceled my afternoon plans for him to make sure he can record. Uh, Why do we always have to record at my house? Why does the schedule revolve around me? Which again, as I've answered, I have all the equipment. This is literally the only way we can record. Um, And then he, again, was saying, he he also told me, if you listen to the, the, the last episode that the Chopper Chuck segment was the most disrespectful thing I've ever done and shows how little Kyle and I think of him because I did a joke segment on two imaginary people in a dugout. If you listen to the whole skit, Chopper Chuck said Tom Foose was at bat while two guys were in the dugout being gay. So they were, you know, if you've ever seen a softball field, even though it's completely imaginary, probably 10 to 15 feet away from Foose, at least. Is that what you would say? From the batter's box to the imaginary dugout? About. So I created two fake people that were being gay in a dugout as a spoof joke, and he again texted and said it was the most disrespectful thing I've I've ever done, 
and shows the little respect we have for him. Uh, he also then said he needed to think about stepping away from the, he was thinking about stepping away from the podcast because of the segments I did. He did not like, uh, how did he die? Chopper Chuck or MV penis. He wants the show to just be pretty much standard FM radio. And he hated all my segments. Even before I started the show, I ran some ideas by him and he shit on all of them and basically said he would not take part in anything like that, which, okay, that's fine. But I mean, if I if it was that disrespectful, I probably wouldn't do a segment that's that bad that people are like cringeworthy about. The, the ones I've done, I don't think are really that bad. That's just me. Again, different strokes for different folks. But then to threaten to quit the show unless I changed my segments, unfortunately, this was my idea from the beginning. I've been looking forward to doing this show for a long time. I was really looking forward to Kyle and Foose being on it with me and contributing and helping not to try to dictate everything that gets done and tell me you're going to quit if I don't do things your way. So, unfortunately, I don't take threats lightly, and to say that you're going to step away from the podcast and you're not comfortable telling your friends and family to listen to a show that does segments like that, to me, just makes me think you don't enjoy the show, you don't like it, you don't approve of what's being done on it, so why should you be a part of it? So I accepted his resignation when he, I didn't, I didn't want him to think about stepping away from the show any longer, I helped him take a step to get away from the show because I'm not going to take a threat like that and just go, Oh no, we're fine. I'll make sure I do these sugar coated candy coated bullshit segments where we break down fucking BCS rankings and things like that. That's not, that's not what I want. You can hear that anywhere. I've listened to enough sports talk in my life to know everyone fucking does it. I mean, we'll still discuss BCS rankings. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to break down every fucking, oh, like, you know what I mean? Like no offense to Foose, but his idea of this show is everything you hear on the radio already. And mm-hmm. I don't want that. I could just listen to the radio if that's what I wanted. That's why I decided to do the show. So I could do extra things and, and funny things. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, he again concluded that the Chopper Chuck segment was the most disrespectful thing ever. And then threatened to quit the show if I didn't change up segments. And that's just show-related stuff. I won't go into the personal stuff that Foose and I have dealt with lately. More so lately. I mean, there's been plenty that he's done and, and behaviors that he's had that I just kind of swept under the rug but it got to a point where I'm not gonna put up with that maybe that's just selfishness but I'm 30 years old and there comes a time where everyone needs to grow up and if some people don't want to then they can they can be by themselves my only thought on it would be that life is not that serious I agree completely sometimes you have to step away and have fun even if it's at the expense of yourself I make fun of myself you I do make too. fun of yourself yep um and good time have laughs about and to pick and choose moments that you're going to get upset about it is unfair to everybody surrounding you. Yep. And I think this is one of those times. And I have known Foose a long time. Kyle obviously has known him longer than I, but uh, I've known him a long time. I know that he's, I won't say sensitive, but like I have a very out there sense of humor. I know I'm a dick. I know I say outlandish things that a lot of people that aren't as uh, used to it, I guess, are like, whoa, like they might think I'm, you know, coming off as a real piece of shit. But again, in saying that, I know Foose's temper and how he reacts to things. That's why I made sure that the Chopper Chuck segment only made fun of fake people. I did not say Foose was jerking dudes off or doing anything other than batting in the batter's box. Uh, however, listening back to it, I apologize to him for the one joke I did make where I said, we can see him because of the glow on his head. That was a bald joke. But again, as a balding man, 
I think I have just justification to make a joke like that. Yeah. We're, I'm we're, going bald. I don't care. It's both not of us a big are deal. Not far from that. He's aspect. been shaving his head for years. It's not like it's a surprise to people. I'm so about I kind of two thought, years away from a real yeah. game commercial for myself. Exactly. So, okay. so I kind of thought that that was a fine joke. If that was maybe the joke that set him off. But other than that, I literally made fun of imaginary people. And if that's too much for people, you're not cut out for the show, my man. Yeah. I mean, just to end it with that. It is, it is what it is, and it's unfortunate that it had to come to the area or time that it came, but, you know, we understand that Foose had a lot of people who were listening to the show. Yeah, and so that's why I wanted to come out and just clear the air first thing, because, you know, maybe he is telling them on the side, like, hey, stop listening to that show. Those guys are fucking assholes. They kicked mm. me off, blah, 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 which is fine. He could say whatever he wants, mm. and if, 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 you know, maybe I'm talking to people that are never even going to hear this, because they did listen to him, and they don't want to hear it. But I just wanted to clear the air and just give my side of the story. And again, no no hard feelings. I wish him the best of luck in life. Good, you know, more power to you, my man. Go go play your softball and, and live your life. Just one thing is just don't burn bridges that you want to walk across later in life. Yep. That's I agree it. with that. That's it. Moving on. Let's do so, this. So with that being said, we are now back into full talking about ball sports mode. Uh, we have it on in the background right now, but we have it on mute because of copyright infringement laws. But the <laughs> Cleveland Indians are winning 3-1 to one in the bottom of the sixth inning. And that's some really good news if you're a Cleveland Indians fan because we are one game behind Minnesota after losing last night. We were tied, but... I feel like every week, every time we record, we talk about are we in with the Indians or are we not with the Indians? And every week we're like, I just don't trust them. Well, we said that yeah two weeks ago, and I'm sticking by what I said. I am still, still, gonna, still I'm still sticking with it. Anti Indians okay. right yeah. now because I don't want to get my heart broken. Because if I get excited for the playoffs, I don't think we have a shot in beating Houston, who just acquired Zach Granke at the trade deadline, which Who's is that? insane. He's a pretty good pitcher. Is Maybe he? you've heard of him. Um, wow. So yeah, the, the Astros only got better. And I just really don't think the Indians have the power to, to beat a team like that. I don't even know if they have the power to beat a healthy Yankees team in a seven-game series. We got Kluber coming back, though. He just threw up. We're better off without him, I think, <laughs> if I'm being honest. The way he's pitched the last couple of years, yeah. we're better off without him. Um, I so mean, I guess I shouldn't still, say years. He had still a, not on top of you. He had a, you don't think it's going to stand a chance in the playoffs? Huh? No. I think we might sneak our way into the playoffs because Minnesota is oh, they're choking they're tanking. They're, 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 choking. they're choking. It's not even like the Indians are great. It's just Minnesota's choking. Uh, the Indians did get better, though, with the trade at the deadline. They made one of probably the biggest trade, I think, of the entire I, deadline, would you think? They got a haul. I think it's bigger than the, Z- the Zach Ranke trade, oh, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So they traded Trevor Bauer to the Cincinnati Reds. In exchange, we got... Uh, uh, Yasiel Puig, mm-hmm. we got Fran Mil Reyes, and then we got three other fucking prospects. So we got five players for Trevor Bauer, who is having a very mediocre to bad year. Did you see his first game as a red? He yeah. didn't do so well. He, no, he actually did pretty well. I thought he got yanked after like five innings. Or no, maybe that was his second start yeah, then. Yeah, first start. Okay, I his first start, rough, he yeah. might have been rough, but I know his last game, like two days ago or something like that, he actually had a pretty good outing. Oh, here's the full trade if you want to hear it. So the Indians acquired Puig. Uh, Scott Moss from the Reds. Yeah. Uh, Franimal Reyes from uh, Logan Allen and Victor Nova. Yeah. So Victor Nova is a very young, I want to say he's like 19. He is a, uh, I want to say he's a third base prospect. Um, you know, you never know with a prospect. It's just potential. Um, and the other two guys are relief pitchers. Uh, I think they're both in columbus if i'm not mistaken i, th- I think. think now they are i think yeah. we actually pulled one up last week yeah um, it, yeah the one's one got back. some options so yeah. he's been back and forth but so yeah we got some relief pitching we got an everyday right fielder and we got a almost everyday dh in fran Reyes, who's very very uh behind 
Yeah, he's struggling right now. He's not doing so yeah, great. Not doing so. I mean, we have everyone but Puig for a couple of years, right? Yes, Puig is done at the end of this year. I don't think we'll keep him. So you he was think a rental. So? You think the Indians won't throw some money at him just to see? That'll be the day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, I think it was a really good trade. I think the Indians came out at first when I saw the trade. I was kind of indifferent because I thought it was just for Puig. So I was like, we could have got more than that. And then every, honest to God, it was like every every fifteen Trickle minutes, down. It's yeah. Like every every two, yeah, every, every two fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, player. all of a sudden I see another tweet that's like, oh, Indians also got this guy, and I'm like, wait, what? So I'd already texted everybody like, hey, Indians traded Bauer for Puig and Reyes, and, and next, you know they're like, and and, and this pitcher, <laughs> and then twenty minutes later, oh, did you see we also got this guy? I'm like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Oh wait, they also got Victor Nova. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So, pretty good haul for the Indians. I think it is going to help them make a playoff push. Um, again, I just, I don't want to get behind this team because I fucking hate the Dolans. Greg, we talked about it a few weeks ago. We talked about how expensive it is to go to an Indians game. And we actually were lowballing them because we were sent an article from friend of show, Greg Sherwood, who said that, uh, the Indians are actually statistically considered the highest, they're the most expensive team to see when it's based. Like, I don't know. I'm sure they do like different analytics and shit and they 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 make it a way where the spend is essentially the same because obviously it costs more probably to go to yankee stadium right but by comparison to the income in the northeast ohio area so i'm sure they have all that all that stuff figured out but the indians are considered the most expensive team in baseball to go see and then the dolans are going to come out and ask the fans why they're not coming to the games and they're going to give us shit and and they're not going to spend any money, but they want us to spend all this money. So it's kind of hypocritical in their in their, their part. Enjoy Lindor while we have. Them. Yeah. yeah, enjoy Lindor while we can't. While you can, we're just going to jack up prices and then bitch that people aren't coming. Yeah, you it's, know? it's ridiculous. That's absurd. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, I still think the Indians. I think the Indians they make to the playoffs. They might win the first series. Depends on who they play. One hundred percent. I mean, it, if we're not going to be the one seed, so we're not going to have to play the wild card team, which is good because a lot of times the wild card team is the team that's playing the hottest and well, yeah. in baseball, well, that's they're, scary. They're putting everything in the line for one yeah. game. You so know? I don't want to have to face them. So, I mean, we would end up probably, I don't know who we would play. I'm guessing, I don't even know what the, what the uh, rankings are right now or the, uh, the fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's either going to be bracket. Yankees or it's, I mean, Yankees, yeah. It's going to be Yankees or Astros at one. I just don't know record wise who's where. Um, but with that being said, yeah. the Indians are setting themselves up for a nice little push, but I just don't think they have it in them to, to get past these teams. And I think it's, I'm kind of going back to old Cleveland with the, I'm preparing for heartbreak. And you would think the 2016 championship would have cured me of that, but it hasn't. I still have a little bit of that in me because only the Cavs broke the curse. I understand we're, in, we're one city, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, Indians did choke away a 3-1 lead against the Cubs that same year. And it was heartbreaking that and hurt. it didn't hurt as much because the Cavs just won a championship. But let's say, let's say the Cavs didn't win. Right. Let's say the Cavs lost that game seven. Then the Indians go to the world series. They lost a game seven. Just another, you know what I mean? Never, another I just, typical year in Cleveland. Exactly. I would be fucking devastated by it. So yeah, I think, I think about that. It's, it's funny yeah. to say that because the we were Indians, all just in glow. Yeah. The Cavs had just won. So yeah. we were still on a high from that. The Indians blew it and all, I mean, like I still make the excuse, which I think is accurate, but I still say like, the Indians had no business being in that World Series. We were so lucky and fortunate to even get to that point. Right. But that's also like a loser's mentality. I'm defending them losing because right. that's typical Cleveland. You just kind of go, eh, whatever, it's Cleveland. I, mean, I don't know. The first three games, I and mean, they, were they great. came out and played. Amazing. I mean, we were in Chicago. Yeah, it for was the, great. The times we were there, I mean, they completely, played amazing. Completely random. We had planned the Chicago yeah. trip. 
months in advance without even perfectly. thinking of it. And then what happens? We're there when the Indians are in Chicago playing in the World Series. So needless Walking to say, I wore Chicago nothing but Indians gear Indians the entire gear. trip. And I was on a high because at that time we were winning the series. And we, I thought we were going to win the, fucking, lo- the whole thing. there was a lot thing. of low-key uh, Indians fans. We were walking were. crosswalks. Yeah, a lot of Indians fans. high-five random people wearing Indians And I, I will gear. say Cubs fans, because they had gone through so much, they were very nice. I didn't get one person talking shit, anything in Until Chicago. Until they got to Cleveland. Until in Cleveland when they had all of a sudden a chance, there were very cocky piece of shit Cubs fans that I almost got in a fight with. But that's neither here nor there. I, I, <laughs> it's weird, but for some reason, the Jake is where I feel like swinging some punches. I don't know why. I get in fights there. Or almost fights, I should say. But uh, yeah, so I think the Indians are in good shape. I think the Indians are going to be more than okay. Um, I just don't think they have enough to win a championship, so I'm not going to get my heart set on it. Uh, I'm also not going to be spending... I did the same thing last year when they went to the playoffs. Like I had friends asking me if I wanted playoff tickets, and I said I'm saving my money for the World Series only. I'm championship or bust. I'm not going to waste money in a fucking ALDS series. Who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's. I'm glad I saved money last year because <laughs> what do we have? One game in Cleveland because we got fucking swept. So. Yeah, those Yankees. Yeah, God. no, that was the Astros oh, last Astros, year. Astros, right? Yankees yeah. year before. Year before the That's Yankees right. knocked yeah, us out because we pissed away the fucking. We were up two nothing. Yep. Best of five series. Yeah, we were up two nothing, and then we blew that one too. Yeah. So. So they make the playoffs. They lose the first round. Basically, is what you're saying. It, that's yeah. what I'm expecting. I could see that if they even get there. Because I mean, you know, it's looking like we're gonna walk out of Minnesota tied for tied the central for first place or yeah, tied for the central lead and. I mean, anything can happen. I don't know who they play next. Uh, Boston. Well, I think we're off tomorrow, and we start a Boston series. Boston's kind of just because I'm actually going to the game. I'll be at the game Wednesday. It's a work uh, function. Oh, you're passing out the. Uh, no, no, this is from my oh, actual work, company because it's a noon game. So we're we're leaving work early, and you we're taking care of over there. Taking huh? the lolly. No, not really. This is the shittiest. <laughs> this is the shittiest work event anybody could do. Let me hear. Let me tell you how this is working All out. Right. So the game I think is at noon or one o'clock. They want us. We have to come to work at seven a.m. And start our day like a normal Shut day. Shut the hell up. I swear to God, I'll get to that more because oh, uh, people are not happy about that. So they want us to work till about 11, half day, and then we can change whatever. And because my boss is so paranoid about people driving themselves and it being his responsibility because we're on the clock, yeah. they hired Lolly the Trolley to come to our work, pick us up, and take us down there. And that's how we're getting back to our cars after the game because he doesn't want anybody driving. I'm, I wish I was fucking good, <laughs> but I'm not. So, so we're taking the Lolly the Trolley down to the game. And they Are got us optional on the trolley. I mean, can you like? I'm assuming. It? I mean, uh, no, I'm guessing no, because no, we're going to be coming from work, so they're going to be like, can't bring alcohol on work property. Yeah. And uh, so then the t- the tickets actually aren't too bad. They're right next to the home run porch. They're the seats that are on the lower level, but they're actually facing home plate. So we're not sitting at like a, an angle. Okay. We're literally facing home plate. Okay. So they're right in the home run area right, in yeah. left field. And then uh, this is where it gets funny too. They got us loaded tickets that has money to spend on it. So you're thinking a company is going to be like, here, whatever you need, spend away. Oh, God. $20. We each get, ah! we each get $20 for the whole fucking game. And per our conversation in the last podcast, yep. that's how gonna expensive buy you an Indian's game one is. One drink and one maybe drink a half and one pretzel. food item, and I am out of money. And I, so my work company party function, I have to spend my own money at it. Yeah. So what I've basically decided to do, sorry if you lost me there, I had to bend down. Um, is I plan on walking in the gate with my coworkers and, and whoever wants else. to join. Yeah, I'm going somewhere else. I'm not sitting with those people. I'm not hanging out with the management because that's how shitty they are. We suggested to our boss a Cedar Point trip. We thought that'd be fucking sweet. Do a, a Friday. Everyone, we shut the shop down. Everyone meet at Cedar Point, And then you can do like the company picnics. They'll provide the catered food. Like yeah, absolutely. They set you up. They, they do it. Everything out great. There, yeah. And cost uh, money though. Uh, not only that, he didn't want people driving to Cedar Point. His concern was people having to drive there, so that's why he said, no, 
Indians game with the fucking trolley. He doesn't want anybody driving themselves because if God forbid you get in an accident or something like that, he's worried about the responsibility legally. Oh, but if you do it on a Saturday, though, it's, it's... he would never do that. It's a work thing. He oh, wouldn't do that. I see. So he doesn't want to waste. I yeah, see. he's not going to waste yeah. this time. Hanging he cares out with us. about you. No, he doesn't. Only not this at all. Much. Literally, not even that much. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, at least you're going to an Indians game. Yeah. I still have yet to get to one. On my own dime, basically. I, yeah. I'd be better off just fucking going the night before and right. skipping out on work. But no. Oh, well. Maybe they uh, win. Maybe they'll win that game. Maybe yeah. I'm, I'm truly only going for the fucking the, the story. Like, I want to see some of my coworkers out yeah. in public. Is it only just for you? Can you bring your significant it's other? It's just us. They didn't allow wow. us two tickets. It's only the Cheap one person assholes. there. Yeah. No, no, no. There's absolutely... And this is also in place of our yearly clam bake. So it's not like we're getting two parties this year. Oh, this so- is it. That's it. This is our work so function for the year. instead of paying money to feed you properly... And letting our significant others come with an open bar, we are getting an Indian's ticket on a trolley and $20. Oh, he played this correctly, then. 100%. Saved himself a ton of money. Ah, oh, what an asshole. But that's how he is. So, that's my work function. Um... Uh, I don't have a work function this year, so I can't share. Oh, nice! Story. Look sorry. at you. Yeah, I, we, I work for a better company than yeah, you, I guess. You, I guess apparently. So. <laughs> yeah, I get bent over on a daily basis. So. Yeah. So originally, though, I I said no, I wasn't going to the game, and I bitched and I said, if you think I'm going to come in at seven o'clock and work and get like greasy and oily and sweaty and dirty because I work in a steel factory, I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. I'm not doing that. And then going to sit in an Indians game where, where I probably won't be home. And, yeah, yeah, middle of August. I probably won't even get home till like five o'clock because we we have to wait for a fucking trolley to get me home. It's not like I can just leave whenever. I'm I'm at their disposal. I can't go anywhere without them. So I originally said no. And then when finally they came around to do the final checklist, I talked to the guy who's like our acting manager right now. And I just said, I said, yeah, you know, I was going to go, but I don't want to fucking come in and work at seven o'clock and then be dirty and like not be able to shower. And he was like, I tell you what, he goes, this is probably the only time I'll ever say this. He goes, if you want to just come in, push a broom for a little bit and hang out, that's fine. He's like, I don't care what the fuck gets done on that Wednesday. I said, deal, I'll go. That's all it took for you me to go. You have the cool company to work so, for, kind of. Nah, he did one nice thing. <laughs> he said that, but I'm going to get there Wednesday and they're going to be yeah. like, work. So yeah, I'm just at 11 work, o'clock, yeah. I'll just tell them to shove the ticket up their dicks and I'll fucking go home. I live two minutes away. It doesn't bother me one bit. It's cheaper to watch it on this TV. And it's a lot and, uh, more comfortable yeah, down absolutely. here. Absolutely. And wow. all the beers in my fridge are free. I don't have to pay. I don't have a twenty dollars fucking limit. So right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's well. Still, it's a game. But it's so a game. yeah, I am going to the game. Uh, quick side note: so we're not just going sport to sport. Uh, I do want to talk about some things we have coming up for the show. Mm. First one being, with there now being a, a third open seat, open microphone here, we are going to extend an invitation to our listeners. If you would like to be on the Talking About Balls show every once in a while and we can make it work and it's like a good episode, because I don't want, here's, here, I'm going to, let's preface it now so we don't have questions later. This isn't just going to be a whenever the fuck you want, this is going to be up to us. If we have an episode coming up where we want to stay focused on like a certain topic and we don't kind of want to get derailed, we may not want people on it. However, there are some episodes where maybe there's not a lot going on in the in sports world, like this week even, not a whole lot going on. There's preseason, the Indians are playing that's about it yeah so i mean it's kind of a slow time uh but but we'd love to have people on and this would be like a good episode to have a third person you know last week we had our producer sean come on and i mean let's just say our ratings went down and the amount of angry emails we got well i'll say this they were bittersweet because i'm not even trying to gloat and be a dick and like rub anything extra in i got a lot of positive feedback on the chopper chuck segment and i'm not you know i I have to second that you know i'm not a lot of the people i know listen to i'm not making it up i'm not being a dick i actually want to meet chopper chuck i got multiple messages and emails and and texts from people that were like holy shit that chopper chuck thing was hilarious because again i made up a segment at the expense of imaginary people that's the beauty of comedy people when you do like when you fake listen to stand up yeah too. things are fake 
I hate to break it to you guys, but when you listen to a stand-up comic, there's a 99% chance that that story they're telling you never really happened. That's the beauty of comedy. I've been lied to my I know, yeah, life. yeah. Buckle up, because you're in for a rude my awakening. God. But, yeah, a lot of it stems from nothing. Did I get the idea because of someone playing softball? Sure. And then I made my own fucking thing about it, and I yeah. thought it was pretty goddamn funny. Well, I, I did get an, I did get the phone call that Chopper Chuck will be a reoccurring guest on the yes, show. Yes, uh, we did officially sign off on because of the positive feedback. We know he was fired on air, but we actually had to give him a raise, and he is now going to be a you know a full. Well, he's technically a full time person, but because he kind of does his own thing and makes his own rules, he'll be on whenever he feels like it. But we would love to have him yeah. on whenever. Yeah, he's, he's welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. We, we, we got into a pro bono deal, I think. Yeah, uh, he's, a, he's a good dude, and he he gives out good content. So Chopper Chuck will definitely be back. And we also were in touch with some people who wanted to write some music for the show. So so we're going to have that coming up hopefully soon. We're musical gonna, guest? Not a musical guest. What's going to happen is we have some recording artists that are going to record songs for us. And oh, they're going to be like sports-related. And they want us to play it on the show. So I was like, oh, so okay, we're going to have awesome. someone make a breakthrough, you know, yeah, get out there. You never know. Out. We could be a start for somebody. Maybe like we can, it. you know. Well, we're just changing lives in this show. That's what right we now. try to do. And you that's know, maybe, like you, maybe you're sitting there listening to this right now and you think, I love listening to these guys talk about sports or even anybody talk about sports in general. And you think, I want to be a part of that. Well, here's your chance. Submit, Hit us up. submit your lyrics Sub- to uh, submit talking a song. About balls. Or if you just want to be on the show, I tell you what. I want, here's how we'll do this, Kyle, because I don't want to just hand it away to anybody. I want somebody to earn this. Earning it. Earn it. Okay. So I want people, if you want to be on this show, you don't have to do it on like a, uh, you could do it in a private message so, you know, your ideas aren't put out there. Maybe you have something that's a little risque that you actually don't want to do, but it's an idea. I like risque. I want to say, how about if you want to be on the show, two segment ideas submitted, we kind of go through and whoever has a strong segment idea We'll, we'll let that person on. And if they want to be in the segment, like the skit, you know what I mean? They can if they don't want to be, if they want us to just use it. But they would be the, like, like the secret producer behind the, 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 the curtain yeah. submitting ideas to our show. Basically, yeah. We'll have a couple people give some ideas. And if, if they're you know good enough for the show, we'll submit them to Sean and Sean can roll with it. We'll yeah, go from there. I like it. But I think that's a good... I don't want to just say, hey, give me your name. You're on the show. I want people to earn it a little bit. Absolutely. So let's and, go with and, some segment ideas. Doesn't necessarily have to be anything like gross or risque or anything like doesn't have to be it could be like a 100 percent solid sports topic you have a literal like hey i've always wanted to debate we could discuss the ocho sports the other day that been on like i think uh i think it's a really stupid debate and i think an nfl team would win a million times out of a million but the oh would alabama be able to beat the worst football nfl team no longer the browns by the way right not even close (laughs) but i've always had the thought that there's no fucking way a pro team would lose to a college no. team ever even, even their the second best, string yeah even the best would not you fucking know why lose that game. because they're nfl football players exactly they may not be the best but they were good enough to make it they're on that all roster. nfl and not everyone who plays college they're, is an nfl caliber player even on the best college football team maybe like 10 to 15 of those guys yeah on both sides of it'd the be field, funny to watch maybe that many would go pro somewhere so and that's even saying a lot like i think 10's a high number um because, like, look at any given draft. You look at the seniors on, like, one of the best teams in the league, college-wise. Maybe a handful of them get drafted, and then even less than that are actually successful. We'll take Ohio State for the last couple yeah. of years. They produce a lot of NFL talent players. Uh, I think that was a – was that live? Was that another Greg Allen home run? I think it was in there. If, they, if that was, that was a three-run shot. Um, no, I think that was just – nope, that was just – Oh, uh, okay, that yeah. was just a replay. Sorry okay. to get off the tangent there. Yeah, I was excited. <laughs> I'm looking like, who just fucking hit a home run? How did I miss that? Loaded. Two outs, though. But, but anyway. um, yeah, no, I mean, where were we at now? The, the players, you got me all sidetracked. Got me excited. That's for what I do. Run. Welcome to my ADD life. You got me, like, excited. Anyway, for so run. we were talking about uh, 
yeah, Ohio State guys getting drafted, and then you look at the number of them, them yeah, that are I mean, actually one good. Went, one first round, another one I think second or third, and then yeah. fourth, fifth, and someone undrafted. So I mean, that's that's, that's your quality you're putting against an NFL team where all of them. And drafted. Ohio State was one of the best college teams out there. Yeah, there's no and, chance. Yeah, so I, I just think, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you have an idea, I'm sure like there's that, someone who yeah, disagrees with if us. If you want to even come on and like have debates about, you know, it doesn't even have to be that topic, just something like that in general. Yeah, like, if you have something you've always wanted to talk about with sports and we haven't gotten to it or haven't even talked about it. Send me your idea. We have close to 300 people who have liked our page so yeah. far. So let's get some. Out of 300 people, there has to be someone out there who has some creative good people ideas. out there. So, so let, let's do that. We'll do a little contest. Uh, you won't be able to do it this Saturday, though, because surprise, surprise, we are doing a special episode. What are we going to do? We are going to go Facebook Live. Going live. And we are going to do a fan interaction episode Saturday evening, hopefully around like maybe seven or eight. Yeah, I think that's a good time. Yeah, we'll, I, we'll we have, shoot for I have that. a golf outing that, that day. Yeah, a lot of people do. Seven. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's a busy Saturday for golf outings. Apparently. Uh, I hate when they sneak up on you sometimes. But uh, So yeah, we're going to do a Facebook Live. We're going to set up the camera. We're going to go. We're gonna film it. And I have no idea what the fuck we're going to talk about. Uh, but it's going to be fun, though. Are, are going into it, here's what we have to discuss. We're going to do like a fantasy football special. If we're not getting a lot of feedback on Facebook, which I hope we will. Uh, and then we're also going to talk a little bit about the Stipe fight, which is Saturday night, which I am hosting here at my house. And I'm not a huge UFC fan. I watch like maybe two fights a year. So I can't. It's been a while since I watched one. I can't I, carry I, an episode I, on UFC now alone. I watch a Stipe fight and Connor fights. That's pretty that's, much it. Yeah, that's honestly, that's about the same for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I won't be able to fill a full episode with UFC. I don't think Kyle can either. However, we are going to do Facebook Live, and while we're recording and talking about whatever, if you want to chime in and give us thoughts on anything or, like, give us something to talk about, like, we want to make a full interaction. We want to do, like, Q&As with everybody, so if you have questions, I mean, I'll, we'll read them live and fucking answer them, so. Yeah, I mean, bring out your best uh, best we, questions, best interaction. Hell, if you even want to roast us. Yeah, by all means, I'm talk all for shit, it. I, I love However, it. I, I'm... I'm open for it. Be warned. If you want to try to roast us, you will get roasted back. Yeah, we don't play nicely. I don't want you to think that I'm just going to laugh at one of your jokes and go, oh, that's a good one. I'm going to go, that's a good one, you ugly motherfucker. Like, I'm going to roast you. <laughs> so, yeah, so, Saturday. Yeah. We'll, we'll have an exact time, I think, later in the week. And yeah, we'll, we'll have a better idea. We'll put idea. this all on Facebook a couple yeah. times so people can see it. After and we'll, we'll give, it. like, not necessarily a countdown, but we'll... We'll let people know, like, hey, in an hour we're going, we're going live, live kind of yeah. deal, just so we're not just randomly like. You can pull it up on your dinner. cell phone. You yeah. can pull it up on your computer. Yeah, you can watch it wherever. Masturbating, you can pull it up if you want to. I mean, obviously, don't show yourself while you're doing that. Unless but. if you want to masturbate during our show, then you should probably go live as well. So Facebook Live yourself jerking off. So a legit sweet. talking about ball segment. Yeah, we'll actually be talking and looking wow. at balls. Looking I like at balls. It. Wow. All right. That's it. Since, we're, since we're visual, rating looking at balls. Right <laughs> <laughs> looking about balls. So that's Saturday. So we'll have some fantasy football, some UFC, and then some hopefully a lot of fan stuff. interaction shit. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm excited. That'll be pretty sweet. Pumped. So with that being said, I think actually, shit. What? Don't the Browns play Saturday? No. Uh, yeah, I'm almost positive. Well, this could be even more interesting now think they do saturday at four o'clock oh it's gonna be a hell four of a o'clock game though oh, you'll man. be gone be, i won't be here yet i will be because i'm not going to the fucking golf outing i'll, I'll be, be home <laughs> i'll be smacking white balls around that day i'll be home smacking my own white balls around but in the comfort of my own house you'll be alone so you can absolutely do that i don't need to be alone to do it i'll do absolutely. it wherever 
true. My favorite well, place is the bus. Okay, so we can talk about a second preseason game then too. Yeah, and that'll be happening then, basically, because I mean yeah, we'll be going live when it's ending. It'll basically. be just about ending. Yeah, it'll be perfect. perfect. What a fucking awesome. day that's going to be. So we got some shit to talk about. With that being said, though, uh, let's talk about the Browns a little bit. They did have the first preseason game. Uh, Baker and the boys minus Landry and Beckham only played for one drive, and that's all they needed because they went oh ninety yards. Baker had a perfect quarterback rating with one incompletion, which was a drop. I'm yep. going to note that. The yep, first yes. pass was a drop by uh, Willies. And we drove down the field like it was fucking nothing. This offense was wide open. Were you, were you turned on at the end of that? I, I, I kind of was. Uh, 100%. Yeah, I had to rewatch and it because I was at dinner. You know what I turned me on even more was that? the fact that the Browns came out yesterday and said that uh, they told the Redskins they're doing a two-minute fast-paced offense to start the game off. They told them everything they were going to do. I did do. not know this. Yeah, that, that story just came out, I think, last night, and the Redskins still couldn't stop it's like it. playing basketball. We're going to go yeah. right. I'm going to give the ball to him. He's going to score it on you, and there's nothing you can do about it. And they were like, oh, fuck you. Yes, we can. And then they, they did, did nothing, nothing about, about it. it so. Well, I did not know that. That, yeah. that turns me on Because a, a lot of people were, were talking about that, and they were like, you know, I wonder if the Redskins kind of came out lazy, like, eh, it's first game of preseason. Who cares? They don't know that we're going two-minute no huddle. Not no, I mean, we basically No, it was no huddle. huddle. I mean, except yeah. for the penalty, I think there's because Oh, the only the only time they held it up was when the clock was stopped. Right. So yeah, they treated it as a two minute drill, and I they told the Redskins we're coming out as a two minute drill, fast paced offense, and the Redskins couldn't do shit about it. That so was they got so a perfect. they got a semi loaded offense, missing your two biggest stars two on the outside, two best offensive players, yeah, and we still ran arguably. it down and told you what we were going to do and still scored on you. Yep. What does that tell you? The Browns are coming. Going to be hard to beat. Absolutely. And defensively, they looked great. The rookies are showing up. Greedy Williams had a pick. Uh, Mac Wilson had a. Had two interceptions, one of them being a pick six. Um, and what the fuck? Taki Taki, he was all over the I place. Got a hot he was take great. For you. Uh, Miles Garrett was explosive all over the field. Everybody looked sharp. It looked really good. Hit me with that hot take. Let's do it. Hot take. My buddy Jamie. I'm call out to Jamie Wilson. He, I don't know if he listens or not, or if he's smart enough to use technology to listen. Uh, he actually just added me on Facebook, and judging by his post, no, he does not know how to use technology. Okay, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I'll make sure I tell him we call him out in his episode yeah. so he listens. Play it um, for him, basically. You have to guide him through it. 100% thinks that we should trade Schobert tomorrow because of how Mac Wilson played in the preseason game. One preseason game um, that we should trade Joe Schobert. My, my take, and I'll let you get your opinion on this, yeah, my take was. is I don't think you trade him. I think you let Joe Schobert come out and show you why he hasn't been to the Pro Bowl before. And he's a decent player. He might not be the best, but you don't start Mac Wilson over Schobert week one, week two. You let Mac Wilson flow his way into a rotation, play, and earn that spot the right way, not just trade away Schobert. And you're, you're not going to get shit for Schobert right now anyways. Yeah, uh, not to get too like in-depth on, on this kind of stuff, but when you have guys under team-friendly rookie contracts like you currently have with mm -hmm. Joe Schobert... Joe Schobert is entering the final year of his rookie deal. Uh, Schobert was, if I'm not mistaken, a fourth round pick. I know fourth he was a, he was a mid round fourth pick. Fourth or fifth, yeah. Yeah, so he was a mid round pick. So he's, played, he's, he's played above his draft. Yeah, spot. he has, and he's also very cheap. Sure. So there's no need for us to get rid of him because no. it doesn't benefit you because he's not a he's not a cancer. He's not a bad player, and he's not costing you anything. So why would you get rid of a guy like that? That was my thoughts. And the you're the you're one guy you should be thinking about. Game. You're yes. also playing a preseason game right now. And unfortunately, you only hope that this Browns team can stay healthy. You can't guarantee on, you on health. You need depth. And losing a guy like Joe Schobert takes away your depth. Because yes. we're already pretty weak at linebacker, if I'm being You put a lot of pressure on a rookie. Yes. Um, so not only do you need Joe Schobert, the one guy you should be thinking about possibly trading would be Christian Kirksey. Kirksey is on a, 
a, a second-term contract, so he's making significantly more money than Schobert. Kirksey isn't that great of a player, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. he makes some tackles, but that's it. He doesn't make, like, I need my middle linebacker to make plays. Kirksey just doesn't do that for He's me. He's been a starter because you've had no other choice. Exactly. A starter. He, uh, he also has had some trouble staying healthy for the last couple of years. So, for me, Kirksey would be the guy that you're thinking about trading. But, again, you can't do it this early into training camp because there are still final cuts coming up. There are going to be players that you wouldn't expect to be available that are going to get cut or become available via trade. So you kind of have to wait till the final rosters work their way out before you can really think about a move like that because I don't, like you said, I don't think you're going to get a good return for Schobert right now. Is the right rules now. for preseason, they, they keep the 90 until what, um, preseason yeah, game three? Yeah, they, they cut you down to like 75 or something like that. Or maybe a little more than that, but they cut you down a little they, bit. They keep before a lot of the people final on the teams game. because yeah. of injuries, right? Just they sure. they change the rule a little bit. They they let you carry more into the fourth preseason game because teams have basically said, "I'm not playing anybody significant in the fourth week." Right. So you have to keep enough people to field a team for that final preseason game with a little bit of depth in case, God forbid, something does go wrong. Um, but yeah, the final cuts are after week four of the preseason. Right before the season starts, you make your final cuts. That's where teams are going to start looking to pick some guys up and make some moves. So right now is just not a good time to trade anybody. So, uh, speaking of, of speaking of, of trades, well, Duke that, Johnson. <laughs> kind of forgot about that guy. Yeah, being I mean, honest. yeah, it's true. We'll get into that in a little bit, though. But but uh, no, speaking of, peak, of picking people up, um, the, the kicker issue we have right now. Yeah. Um, we we drafted a guy, fifth round pick, yep. who you thought was, was going to come in and just be this. He was round pick kicker. a lot of people said was one of the best kickers in college history. Is it something name, Austin Siebert? Siebert or something yeah, like is it yeah, something yeah. about Cleveland where we we bring people in, we have high hopes, and they just can't fucking kick? So I mean, we're gonna keep both of them back and forth. I don't trust either one of them. No, no, no. no. They I mean, both they all line up to kick a fucking field goal, and it's like they're they Greg get their own Joseph heads. missed a fucking extra point again on Sunday. Right, on, uh, exactly. The preseason game, so, like. I mean, are we going to be looking to cut the noose on both of them, and we're going to be looking for uh, somebody at another training camp? Possibly. I mean, I think it's going to depend on who goes where, because I don't know if you saw today, like, the Jets kicker, Chandler Cancesaro, he retired out of nowhere. Oh. So he just retired. Hard life being a kicker, I guess. Yeah. And then the Ravens are set with Justin Tucker. Yeah, but they got that kicker who's lighting it up right now. Not anymore. What happened? Little fun fact: They traded into the Vikings. Shut the front. Just traded into the Vikings today. Literally just, just happened. That's today. why I was talking about it. Yeah. So oh, so man. kickers do get moved around a little bit, and they're not as easy to come around as you would think. However, that's the one thing Dorsey's struggling with right now, in my opinion, since he's been here, is finding us a kicker. I mean, I mean, to his credit, he looks at a, he looks at a college program. This kid's been kicking so well, right? And he's like, "All right, this is a sure bet. Fifth round pick, boom!" And he gets here and is as he is. But I think with like the the master trade manipulator that John Dorsey is, you would think he'd be able to work out something to get a good kicker in here, whether that be a trade, whether that be a free agent who's actually like good, like get us a fucking kicker, Dorsey. I can't believe I have to make this argument, but that just goes to show you how good the Browns are. My main complaint is our fucking kicker. Absolutely. Years prior, Phil Dawson the was a fan team. favorite because they were like, well, I mean, he's a kicker. He's I mean, the only one we ever People might have been joking about it, but they were pretty serious yeah. by saying, you know, don't sign a one-day contract, Phil. Yeah, Let's we go for one could year. use you. Yeah, if you still have it in you, buddy, yeah, <laughs> why don't you come back? We just need a, a forty. Uh, a 45-yard field goal range from you. That's all we That's need. That's it. Uh, so, yeah, uh, our kicking situation is a little iffy. Um, but we did make some trades this week. We traded Duke Johnson, which I did not Finally. see coming. And Finally. I cannot believe the return we got for him. Oh, my God. It could turn out to be one of the best trades for a running back since... The Trent Richardson trade. It really, honestly, made. the NFL came yeah. out and said that that's a, that's a, a fact now. Yeah. Is this is the highest 
draft pick a running back's been traded for since Trent Richardson. And he was a Brown. Both Browns. Uh, so if you're not familiar with the trade, John Dorsey did trade Duke Johnson to Houston for a conditional fourth round pick. And if Duke Johnson is active for 10 games, 10 games, which he's never missed a game in his four year career, it's a third round pick, which is fucking insane for a guy that like a lot of people were just saying they should cut him. I'm excited, which is crazy. Um, so I'm, I'm very excited about that trade. John Dorsey strikes again <laughs> now. I mean, maybe I'm being crazy, but, I mean, trade that fucking conditional fourth-round pick kicker. for a goddamn kicker. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought so, I thought so where you're going with that Exa- direction. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, building up to it. We have- I, I just think, like, you don't need to stockpile all these draft picks. Just fucking, if you if you could trade for a decent kicker, just do it. Just do something. Get us a fucking kicker yeah, in here. Yeah, somebody who you can trust to go yeah. out there. Because, honestly, the kicker this year is going to be a difference between a, a possible playoff berth or, or no playoffs. Right, I agree with that. come down to 9, 10, 11 wins right there. When you get good as a team you you start playing better teams and teams start playing a little bit little bit better against you and you are going to have games that come down to a kick at the end and you need a guy that like if you're the patriots and you get down there and, and it's steven goskowski and you think okay i just need goskowski to hit this like 35 yard field goal he never misses these he's fine no. and no. as a browns fan one kick last year. i am fucking worried about our yeah. situation if it comes down to the wire because if baker plays out of his mind or the defense plays out of their mind and we're great and we lose on a fucking kick, I am going to go ballistic. I think I think half the team is going to go ballistic. And that's what happened last year against like the Saints. We had no business beating the Saints week two last year, and we almost did it. If we had a little bit of a better kicker, we win that fucking game. And that, the Saints should have gone to the Super Bowl and probably would have won it, in my opinion. What happened? I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, there was a little bit of pass interference that mm. may have been uncalled, um, <laughs> or not called. So, yeah, I, I don't want our season to come down to a kicker. That would be fucking the best thing though is that we're arguing the fact that the one thing we need to fix is our kicking situation and our team. yeah and you're right last year we're worried about 10 15 different spots that we needed to fill yeah uh, the year before that's the entire fucking team needs to go so yep now progress progress a but, little bit no i agree i think they need to uh, cut both both of them trade for someone or go find someone that gets cut from another team that was our cat yelling on the mic right there that was boo making a guest appearance um but yeah, speaking of feet and football, let's oh. talk about the worst fucking feet I've ever seen. Antonio Brown, that guy is God, not only damn, messed up man. on the bottom, he apparently is messed up up top too in his head because he's a fucking nutcase. Those feet were disgusting. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't seen the picture, uh, apparently Antonio Brown does the hyperbaric or hyper... Hyperbolic? No, no. No, no cryo. cryo. Yeah, cryogenic or whatever. Yeah, it freezes uh, himself basically. <laughs> sorry. <coughs> yeah, so he freezes himself in that fucking little tube thing and i guess he wore the wrong type of shoes or footwear and whatever he got like frostbite on his feet essentially and his feet all the skin is peeled off an inch of skin falling yeah it's disgusting so he can't practice for the raiders although he's still out there running and if you watch the first episode of a extremely boring looking season for the uh oakland raiders on hard knocks they showed antonio brown completely ignoring the medical team's uh wishes of taking it a little bit lighter and come on i wasn't ready for that tara's taking pictures of us in the middle of the fucking show and, and it's fine but she's making me look and it blinded me with the flash um but yeah so antonio brown is a nutcase he's going a little too hard they want him to slow down his routes but he claims he's fine and then the newest thing he went dark he didn't communicate with them they didn't know was where he was racist joke? uh no i said he went dark i didn't oh, say okay. he went oh, african-american okay. there's a difference so <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway he uh 
he's pissed off that they they have new helmet rules to try to help people from getting concussions. Is that a, is that a new rule this year? It had to be. Yeah, right? yeah. They yeah, just okay. updated the helmets and they just made them a little bit safer. And he's claiming that they now interfere with his vision of the ball or something like that. You know who it's not interfering the vision of catching the ball? Everybody else in the league. Exactly. And yeah, Antonio Brown claims that it's it's disrupting what he can see. He's demanding that he gets to wear his old helmet, which the NFL has told him no. So he has said he will not play football until he's allowed to wear his helmet. And as a Browns fan, obviously the Raiders aren't in our division, but Antonio Brown was a Browns killer for years. So to see him... Legit a Browns killer. He literally put a punter's head through the ground. Yes. And, you know, side note on that, I want to let's let's break away here for a second and talk about something. I used to defend Joe Hayden all the time, who I was kind of friends with, I guess you would say, like Twitter friends. We were online friends like he followed me. I followed him. We would talk a little bit. We never hung out like we weren't like friends, but he was a very good person to me. So I, I, I always stuck up for him and everything. And a lot of people would talk shit when a guy like Antonio Brown beat him. My defense to that was always, who the fuck isn't Antonio Brown beating? Who can defend Antonio Brown? Nobody. Right. But they would be like, oh, there's Joe Hayden getting smoked again. Like, he got smoked by the best receiver in football. You can't be mad at somebody for that. Right. You know what I mean? So that was my little two cents on that. But I used to have to defend that because Antonio Brown is a really good fucking player. Yeah, it had to be the helmet, though. Yeah, it was. It was the only reason he made those catches. I wish Clearly. he had. I wish he had his new helmet five years ago. The Browns might have been division <laughs> winners. You never know. So I mean, he went so far as to. Uh paint and decal up a, yeah, he, a, a he helmet. smuggled in an old, old helmet, helmet tried to have it have it camouflaged to look like a current raiders helmet and was told uh-uh, you can't do that so he uh he again he's boycotting football he said he's not going to play until he's allowed to wear his old helmet he has a couple appeals coming up with the nfl and all that and well, the entire Raiders team is just fucked up. They got I know they got nothing Brown, but Fonz. Fonz got, perfect. Yeah, they got uh, um, Incognito. Yeah, Richie Incognito. Who then, I think uh, some of these guys, I truly think they only brought them in for hard knocks. Yes, yeah, because into a contract just so they can be. Uh, on you TV. said you didn't watch it, which again, you're not missing anything. But like they showed one of their rookies. They had a safety. I forgot his name off the top of my head. Excuse me, this beer is making me burp. Um, but they have a rookie safety. I forgot his name off the top of my head. Abrams or something like that is his okay. last name. Uh. Anyway, he's one of the dumbest people I've ever seen. They did a whole segment on them sitting at a team dinner, and he said he was going to order the salmon. And everyone was like, well, it's pronounced salmon. And Derek Carr's trying to explain to him it's salmon. That's just how you say it. And he's like, oh, this is too fancy for me. I just This is not how we talk from the South. I call it salmon. And everyone's just kind of looking at him and laughing. And I'm watching it at home, and I'm thinking, this guy's just a fucking idiot. Like, there, there's nothing funny wow. about this. It's just stupidity. And then you have the crazy head coach that everyone has And then, to yeah, then you got Chucky John Gruden, who he's the only reason people are watching the show. Like, the Raiders are going to be terrible. I did watch an excerpt of him <clears throat> saying he, there's no, um, what, hazing of the rookies or something like oh, that. Oh, I didn't see that yeah, unless I, I wasn't just, paying attention. My, yeah, something came out where he's like a, a part of it is like, I don't want anybody hazing the rookies. Oh, what the uh, fuck? They've earned, they've earned the right to be here and earn that respect is what see, he said. the Browns don't even give anybody a fucking stripe on their helmet because you have to earn that shit. Absolutely. Meanwhile, John Gruden's got the fucking toughest team in the league like in terms of like possible criminal-wise and he's babying them. Maybe yeah. that's what he's afraid of because you could I could see like Perfect and Brown and Incognito just murdering somebody. Probably. Hey, welcome to the NFL. Stab. Here's two a two, shank. Two of your two of your rookies have concussions because <laughs> yeah. Vontez just took them outside. And, and they're getting shanked them. in the shower when yep. you're just supposed to be yep. like <laughs> So no, uh, the worst thing you can do is have Ray uh, Ray Lewis come in and have a guest speaker, and then you're all fucked. Actually, that's not a bad idea. If you if you want anybody to talk to your team, it's a guy that can tell you how to get away with murder. It's actually 
I've read that episode three of Hard Knocks is going to feature OJ and Ray Lewis talking to the Raiders, giving them some pointers on the future. That's one hell of a motivational speech. They're going to learn a lot. They're going to they're going to learn how to get away with some shit. It's going to be some interesting shit going on. I'll watch. I'd watch that. (laughs) Uh, Killer episode. So yeah, with that being said, uh, in terms of the Browns, things are looking good. Obviously, one preseason game. Uh, Oakland looks like they're falling apart. Other than that, really not a whole lot going on. Just preseason. Um, we know other big news. I mean, you got yeah, the you got the, really you got the rookie that that um, rugby guy from Buffalo who had yeah. that run, long run for yeah, a touchdown. First that's a cool story. fucking thing. That was pretty exciting. Yeah, that's a cool story. I mean, the cool story we have out of the Browns too is our, our rookie that yeah, that Giuseppe kid. Pepperoni, whatever his name is, Giuseppe Pepperoni, <laughs> something like that. Um, I'm kind of jealous. I kind of want that name now. I know it kind of just makes me hungry for like a pepperoni pizza. Uh, I I don't know. It's it's a good story. He's the guy. If you're not familiar with it, he he. He lied his way into a tryout with the team, which is innovative. It, it reminds me of Invincible. Like this is a this is a possible movie well, in clearly, down the line. It's going to be a movie in you know? five years, especially if this guy makes the team. Because ironically enough, uh, spoiler alert: if you haven't watched the game on from last week, but it's a preseason game, so if you consider that a spoiler, then you're an idiot. He did return a punt for a touchdown, which is fucking incredible. So you have a guy that lied his way into a tryout. He was homeless that week in Cleveland before he could get a tryout because he had nowhere to go, and he then made the team at least preseason roster and returned a kickoff or a punt for a touchdown which and is pretty the fucking the entire incredible. team the entire team went into the the end now, zone now that honestly that's really cool to me it was great especially for a preseason game in the fourth quarter like nobody cares this kid returns a meaningless punt touchdown and no everyone's one cares, excited and everyone was like fuck yeah dude like that's does, a, that's a does great that story not tell you the culture in cleveland has changed it's drastically different. The, the fact like, that Baker, the fact close. that Baker slapping um, Freddie Kitchen's ass on challenge plays that he's making because he's excited about him calling a challenge, uh, just goes to the distance. I mean, just how much the culture in Cleveland has changed and what Freddie Kitchens is trying to do, at least, um, with how this team interacts with each other. I, it's it's exciting. Yeah, absolutely, I can't wait. I uh, the one thing I will say I'm a little upset about that we weren't able to get worked out because we it was a little tight schedule wise, uh, but it kind of relates to football a little bit. Um, we're probably not going to be able to do a full fantasy football league because right now we're only at like six people or something like that. Um, but with that being said, we're going to do DraftKings or FanDuel, whichever one. I don't know whichever one you matter. prefer. Yeah, I mean, I, I run DraftKings weekly with just okay. a group of friends. So we'll, we'll stick is. with DraftKings then just because that's the one that I use with other things. So it's just easier. I don't want to yeah. have to use two different apps. And it's my decision so fuck you we're doing DraftKings. that seems like a theme today it's just your decision we're running with it and it's been working so far no i do i do i do weekly contests nfl games um usually put them out on a monday or tuesday so you can get the thursday night thursday night game included i thought we typically didn't do the thursday night game am i wrong uh we sometimes do but then i have really dumb friends okay i couldn't remember i knew like sometimes i'd see like a thursday then other times it was all sunday which i'm fine with that because the thursday games you know hard to predict yeah and there's a lot of times where you'll see a you'll get trapped on a Thursday game because you think like, oh, this guy's a really good player. I'll take him. And then you don't realize that he's only had three days off. He's now in another game. He's sure. not 100%. So you take a guy, you spend a lot of your fucking money on him, and he's not that great. Yeah. So, no, uh, we'll probably just do Sunday night. Sunday, Monday is him probably. Yeah, that's cool with me. Um, but no, we'll do, we'll do weekly invites. I'll put it on the page, Facebook page every week. Is there um, a limit? Uh, no. I mean, you can get as many people in as you want. Okay, I, I didn't know I if can, there was like I a max. Set, I can set it up to, I think I've seen some that are like 1,000. 
Okay, no shit. Thousand. Yeah, so, I mean, I can do it as big as I as Eventually, I want. we're probably going to have that many people wanting to play because the well, show absolutely. is taken off. It is. It's, it's, it's blowing up across the country, too. Um, but no, I, I'll do it weekly. We'll do the invites. It's only like $2, I think, 2 or $3. Yeah, we'll do, do cheap ones because we don't want to like make crazy. you spend 20 bucks a week. And or the cool thing like about uh, DraftKings, it actually keeps a uh, standing. Like, yeah, so we'll know standing. at the end of the year, like, oh, you had the best year yeah, out of everybody. Who, who like, made the most money? Who yeah. won the most games? So, yeah, we'll do that. That's So I figure we'll do that this year, and then hopefully next year we have a will be more uh, prepared for a full well, season. We could do basketball when it's coming up. We yeah, basketball is coming up. When baseball season comes next. Yeah, so, so we could do all that shit. In worst case, we could do DraftKings on them and all that too, sure. so it works out. Um, so that's all I got for me. Uh, do you have anything else before we enter the locker room? No, I've, I've got nothing nothing really to bring up. Um, oh, I mean, we can talk about, we got SummerSlam tonight. Well, I was going to talk about that in the locker room oh, well, for me personally. well, let's go to the locker then. All right, let's well, go to the locker room. Let's go on in, everybody. Ladies easy. and gentlemen, please keep your eyes up. Tighten up those towels, get on in, and then drop those towels. And again, don't look down. Unless you want to. I, I don't judge. If you we really want to see something. This is a judgment Yeah, I don't care. If you want to look, you want to look. I, I didn't mean for that to be disrespectful to anyone in general. Uh, we are not in a real locker room, and there are no actual penises. Uh, apparently, I have to put out like little discretionary things and let everybody know. Do we have to disclaimer it every week? I think so. I have to be safe because people get offended over things uh, that aren't real. Man. So I kind of have to put a disclaimer and say... We are not really nude right now. Can we now. attempt to record an episode in an actual locker room sometime? I'm down. Yeah, let's like go. Challenges. Uh, Planet Fitness is 24 7. I have a membership. We can just go Absolutely. in. I'm sure they'd There's be fine. There's nothing weird about that. They like that. me up there. I think they'd be like, eh, whatever. Have fun. Yeah, let's give us 30 minutes. We're going yeah, to record it. Don't, don't come in and vacuum because it gets kind of loud when yeah. they're vacuuming so in there. You get the echo in the background of the locker room. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like that. Big penises walk by. And we'll, by. we'll definitely do Facebook Live for that one video because I want to see the dongs on That's Facebook. That's not going to break any rules. Whatsoever. No, no, I think they're cool with it. Yeah, Facebook. Cool. As dongs. long as you just put, like, uh, not that there's anything wrong with that, I think Facebook lets it slide. So I think we're good. Uh, but anyway, let's get on into the locker room, and I'm going to start it off by talking a little bit about wrestling, because today is... Wrestling. SummerSlam 2019 is happening tonight. We are getting ready to head over to our friend Phil's house, where he is graciously hosting a kick-ass party, and we're going to watch SummerSlam. It's like and one of the four pay-per-views we actually watch now. Yeah, because I'm very behind on wrestling. I don't watch it that often. Uh, I'll maybe throw it on every Monday. I forget about Summer, or, uh, SmackDown, so I don't watch that too often. Uh, but I do throw on Raw every once in a while. I try to keep up with everything. I do follow some wrestling Twitter accounts, and they kind of keep me up to date on everything. But uh, I've kind of fallen out a little bit, if I'm being honest, just because the storylines haven't really been that good. I, I treat wrestling like a soap opera. The matches are really cool, and I enjoy seeing that kind of stuff. But with the, today's day and age and technology, I'll see a clip. Like if someone does a crazy move, there's going to be a video of it within 10 seconds, essentially, which is cool. However, I enjoy watching the people come out and talk, and I like a good storyline, and I think the way they keep throwing Brock Lesnar down everybody's throat is getting old. I'm kind of over him, and that him being the champion, spoiler alert again, uh, kind of takes the fun out of it for me, and it kind of makes me not really want to watch every week, because that's like, well, I know Brock doesn't show up every week to Raw, so I know there's not going to be any chance there's a title defense tonight. You know, nothing's really going to happen, so I turn it off. There's no point. No. I'm a, yeah. Currently, I'm a huge Braun Strowman fan. Uh, he has a match tonight, but it has nothing to do with the championship, and that's a disappointment to me because I think Braun Strowman should be a champion. He is there every week. As far as I know, he's healthy, so he I, can continue to defend it every week. I, I don't think he has a match tonight. I thought he did. No. I'm just looking over the card now. No shit. I don't see it. Oh. I thought he did. Okay. No, unless he that has... how much I pay attention. Unless he has some kind of pre-show bullshit match. Yeah, maybe he doesn't then. I thought he did. I don't see anything on the card. Well, that just, go, again, goes to show you how 
shitty the WWE is right now. Because I mean, at this time, at this moment, I think Vince just does it to fucking piss everybody off. I mean, yeah. he supposedly has changed the atmosphere by well, bringing in... what I read about yeah. uh, Braun Strowman was basically that uh, in his social media, he doesn't play himself. His real name is like Adam Shear or something like that. I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. And that's his Instagram name. It's like Adam Shear or something. It's not Braun Strowman. So and he doesn't play. He posts, he's not the team player. No, yeah. Saying. He posts selfies of himself at the beach and at the pool and fishing and living a normal life and videos of him drinking beer and singing karaoke with his friends. Like, he just wants to be a normal guy on social media, which I completely understand. So that's the reason you don't give him a title push. And there are rumors that that, that rubs the WWE management the wrong way. They want him to 100% be his quote-unquote monster among men uh, character and that's why they're not giving him a push, which is annoying because what is Brock Lesnar doing on social media? I don't think he's on anything, but still, no presence is worse than a fun presence, I right. think. Yeah, but you have to play within the rules set to you. Yeah, and, you know. But I mean, even then, like, I follow Alexa Bliss and her her accounts are just her at fucking Disney World all the time, and she still gets pushes all the time. Well, I mean, and she, 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 was she probably gets to permission to do that though. Right, but like her her character is like some bitch, you know that everybody hates and you know she's just out there to she's stuck up and this and that so when she's there she's just happy and like pictures of her and her pig and like i don't know it's weird i don't hate pictures of her though no. i don't i don't either no. but i mean i'm not gay but i don't hate pictures of braun Strowman. that guy's check preface that oh i see okay. yeah i want to let everyone know yeah. all right i was not that it matters it. yeah was... you know what why i should have never said that no, we're in the locker room yeah you shouldn't yeah. i wish braun Strowman was next to me in a towel right now that's how good that guy looks He'd now be a great candidate for the mvp penis uh, no, I don't think he's got a big dong. No, at all. small. No, uh, not small. But let's yeah, let's do that while we're in the locker room. Let's do an MVPness of WWE. Right. Okay, this is then. a tough one. This is wow. Hmm. Uh, you know who I'm gonna? Can I give you mine? Who go I ahead. Think, go ahead. Who I think has the biggest yeah, dick yeah, in the WWE? Yeah. Our truth. Ah. Our truth. I bet is just he could fucking use that thing as a hardcore weapon if he needed oh, to. It's man. like a, he's got a kendo stick in his pants at all that's, times. It's probably that's probably true. I was gonna go with what's his face. Um. From the player, uh, what's his Titus O'Neil? Titus O'Neil. I could see him too. Yeah. But I think he's almost too jacked. That I, I don't know why. I just imagine the guys that are that jacked have like such big thighs. Like I think John Cena, I bet, has a tiny penis. I don't know why. I just he just strikes me as the kind of guy that he's so muscular and big that his dick is small. Same with like Bobby Lashley. I think too yeah, much too many steroids. Probably. His shit sh- shrunk. Uh, Titus O'Neil, I think, is natural. I don't think he's on roids. He doesn't strike me as a roid guy because he's all about like family and shit. So him getting suspended for roids would kind of really hurt that image. So Kofi I can't imagine Kingston's him doing probably it. probably rocking too. Uh, you know what? Yeah, he could be. I forgot he wasn't the one in the porno with no, Paige. No, that, was he, he that had, was. he had a very white dick. Yeah, Xavier, he did. Xavier he did. Woods. Xavier Woods. Yeah, he had a very normal dick. Yeah, that which, that's when she got tag team, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Page. Yeah, yeah, the Page porno. The Page porno. Uh, so yeah, Xavier Woods had a pretty average dick. Uh, Big E, I bet, has a tiny one because of how big his fucking thighs are. Like, yeah. there's just no room for a dick down there. There isn't. How, you, how can you? You know, put we're a dick watching SummerSlam now. I'm gonna be thinking about this now. And I, I look sometimes. I try. Yeah. To, they got those yeah. tights on. I'm like, <laughs> anything? No. Because right, how, how else am I gonna win the MVP in this game if I don't cheat a little bit and I look at their dicks? It's true. We are. We are keeping tally. Yeah, hundred percent. We ever so, come across them in real life? Yeah, we'll like if it's true. like I've seen I've seen Seth Rollins' dick when he sent out those nudes. Yeah. He has a very 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 average, even below average penis. I'm not impressed by that thing at all. It's not, how, it's not the size, man. It's how you use I it. I agree completely. He must be doing something right. He landed Becky Lynch with it. Oh, my God. If that's the dick that it took to get Becky Lynch, I could have her marrying me in a week because I got a bigger dick than Seth Rollins, which is insane. You are, you are getting married soon, though, so we probably shouldn't talk about that's that. Right. I got a couple weeks for him to fuck it up. Yeah. He's apparently a very horny dude, so I'm sure he'll do something wrong. It's true. True. Um, but yeah, like Seth Rollins is the face of the company, and he's got a very average dick. Yeah. So. It's, 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 and our truth is not the face of the company. 
Vince McMahon. By any means, and I think he's got a huge dick, maybe. Oh, that's fair, right? You think Vince is uh, rocking an innie right by now? Yeah, but the only thing with Vince is all that money. His dick size doesn't even matter. He can get anybody. He can do whatever he wants. You know what I mean? He's a billionaire. You can fuck with him. Yeah, dollars for you never to exactly. talk about this again. Here, sign this NDNA, uh, or NDA and then uh, just shut up about my penis and let's do this again next week at 2. And he like schedules his, his fuckings. Let's uh, let's run down the card real quick. We'll do a, little, we'll do a picket. Um, we'll start from the uh, bottom all the way to the, the main event. Uh, Trish Stratus coming back. Coming back. She's a legend. Going against Charlotte Flair. Uh, as much as I would love to take Tit Stratus, she's been out of the game a little too long. I don't think the WWE is going to allow her to. It is in Canada. Ooh, I forgot about that. Yeah. She's getting the win then. Absolutely. It's a meaningless match. It's in Canada. Um, while we're talking about it, let's skip a little bit. Okay. Let's go up just to the women's championship match because you got me thinking about the Canada thing. Natalia. Yeah, against Becky Lynch. That's Bret Hart's niece. She is obviously Canadian. She's part of the Hart family. Do they give her the belt? You want to know why I think they're not going to? Because I, I think it's like a Montreal Screwjob 2.0, but it's a Toronto Screwjob. It could happen, but I also know that Becky was just advertised for Cleveland to be the champion. Oh, okay. So it kind of they shot themselves in the foot there. Okay, that makes sense. The Raw show in October here. And I just don't see their, I don't the way how hot Becky is right now with like yeah. the fans. I the can't man. see them letting her lose just to put somebody over in their hometown. I think that actually gives better heat to have her lose. I do see something uh, along the lines of a screw job type thing. I could see Nikki Cross turns on, or I'm sorry, that's a different person. I could see uh, who's who's. I don't even know who Becky Lynch is really feuding with right now. Is it just Natalia? Yeah, I think so. Okay, but I, mean, I, I but see, I but I could see um, I could see Nikki Cross and. Who just won the tag titles with her? Um, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss getting involved in something. It could be a screw job esque type thing. I could see that. I could definitely see some interference without a clean finish because they don't want to bury Becky and they don't want to bury Natalia in Canada. Right. That would be a very WWE way to end it. I still think Becky goes over though. I do too. If if I have to pick a winner, gun to my head, I'm picking Becky, Becky. Lynch. All right. Goldberg versus Ziggler. Uh, Goldberg is gonna win. They're gonna. It's gonna. They be have like, to make him look good. They got to make him look good. They're gonna let him come out there. He's gonna wipe the floor with Ziggler. It's gonna be like a two minute match. And what better man to sell moves than right. Dolph Ziggler? Which is a shame because I really enjoy Dolph Ziggler. Like oh, yeah. I think he's a great wrestler. He's a great entertainer. He's good on the mic. Talk he's about the swerve job though that WWE always does. Yeah, he leads you to believe for what he's three actually or four getting weeks, a chance. Yeah, he's gonna get the chance, and also then all of a sudden you bring Shawn Buried. Michaels in too. Well, they tried. They tried. That was a that, cool segment. They tried making it seem like Shawn Michaels is gonna come out and wrestle uh, yeah. Ziggler, which I thought would have been a great match. Yep, because Ziggler could have carried Michaels, and Michaels still got enough in the tank. Hundred percent. Um, and then all of a sudden, boom! Goldberg's music hits, and there it goes all down the fucking drain. Um, yeah, I shitty. agree with you. I think Goldberg. Yeah, they're not. They're over. not bringing Goldberg back to bury him. So here you go. Uh, one side a bet. Uh, is it a squash match, and he just kills him instantly, or do they actually have like a little five six minute match? Uh, I think it's going to be a kind of a squash match. I think because Goldberg hasn't wrestled since that shit match he had with the Undertaker not long ago, uh, like the Saudi Arabia th- Arabia thing a few months ago. I think he's not in like great ring shape. And since he's not making a full-time comeback, I think they're just going to try to knock out a quick match. It's going to be a time killer just to get the fans popping when Goldberg's music hits, and I think it's a waste of my time, personally. Yeah. Three, four-minute match over Goldberg wins. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, eight, here's my two favorite matches of the night. Eight, uh, Three, actually, three next ones coming up. AJ Styles versus Ricochet. This, Should be an this, amazing match. This is for the United States Championship. I don't think they're going to give the belt to Ricochet yet. I think they're trying too much with the... Uh, Anderson and Gallows and AJ Styles faction having the all the belts because they're still the tag champs, right? Yes. So I think WWE really likes them being like a faction, and I think they're going to continue that. But I think they are going to put on a hell of a match that, you know, I, I'm guessing maybe some people come out and uh, I'm guessing Carl Anderson and Gallows come out and interfere a little bit. Then yeah. 
Uh, Ricochet has some people come out and help him. Maybe a Gargano comes out and helps. I hope. There's rumors that Gargano's coming up to the uh, main roster. So I could definitely see there being some funny business happening there. But I think at the end of the day, it's going to stay with AJ Styles. I just don't think Ricochet's ready to hold that belt yet. I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I think Ricochet takes it. Okay. Uh, I think that this is a uh, they want to put him on a platform. AJ has no problem losing and putting somebody over. Um, and as I've seen in the past between AJ and Ricochet, have been pretty freaking amazing. This this could be the match of the night contender. I think it honestly could be. It should be yeah. like the most physical and like holy shit moment kind of match. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm Spins excited for flips, that. Absolutely. So what are your other two? Uh, Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. This is Bray Wyatt's first Huge match. Huge return, yeah. He's from coming back changed for a whole his character. character, yeah. He has a freaky clown character now, which I love. I think it's a very interesting take on it all. And uh, apparently... Uh, from what I read at SummerSlam, there are a ton of Bray Wyatt merchandise items being sold by the WWE shop. So they're actually starting to push him a little bit, which maybe that translates into them actually pushing him as a wrestler instead of just trying to make money off his merchandise. But I guess time will tell. I think uh, it's going to be another match, possible match contender for the night. Um, I'm going to give the win to Bray Wyatt just yeah, because they're trying to build up his new character. Absolutely. You can't have him come out in his first match back lose. lose. But then again, they love burying Bray Wyatt on fucking pay-per-views. It's true. So... I'll split it. I'm going to say no, he doesn't win, just because that's no, how the WWE is. Yeah, Finn Balor, huh? All right. Okay. I'll do that. I like that. Uh, then Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. Kevin Owens, which we'll want to call Austin 2.0, because I think they're trying to push him as that anti-establishment. Anti-establishment. They need it. I wish... I love Kevin Owens. He's probably my favorite wrestler in the WWE. My wife um, loves Kevin Owens, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, she married a guy that kind of looks like him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I love Kevin Owens. I do hate that he's giving the stunner. I hate that. I don't it's like a very unorthodox stunner. He doesn't look. It doesn't doing look. It. it doesn't look crisp doing it. Uh, and it's just it's a ripoff of Stone Cold. If you want him to kind of be like Stone Cold, give him a different move. Like that's my one gripe with uh, Dolph Ziggler. He's oh, everyone says he's a Shawn music, Michaels yeah. ripoff, but his finisher is a, is a sweet chin music, and it's yeah. like give these guys fucking original moves. Right. They're athletic. Well, they I mean, do Seth Rollins things. with the pedigree too. Yeah. Seth Rollins, I mean, I'll give him credit. He was doing the curb stomp to the WWE Bandit. They finally then let him come back. Then he had to yeah. steal it. Yeah. So him taking the pedigree was stupid, but he kind of had no choice. Whereas right. Owens does that sweet-ass uh, push-up powerbomb, which even if he can't do that to certain people because they're bigger, like he does the the corner rolling things. that he Like he has other moves. Right. Why take the stunner? I mean, which it's, is, it's cool to see every once in a while. Yeah. Just don't make it your finisher. Maybe it, and I think that's kind of where they're going. But they can't kill that that move either. Yeah. You can't like, I, like I, I was a, watching the other day where he tried to stun Shane on the table and the table didn't break. And it's you, just like, you just can't, you can't oh, bury finishers like that that are in this, like, it's someone, iconic. You pull a rock bottom off. Yeah, you, you nobody should be doing that. that nobody should be doing rock. a rock bottom ever. Stone like, Cold that's, Stunner. Someone breaks yeah. out of the stunner, you just made that move shit. You Let know? those moves rest peacefully and die. You know what I mean? Um, and then we'll skip ahead a couple matches, and the last one we'll talk about is the uh, main event. Which I'd assume, be, you know, they'd probably be fuck up, and they'll probably make this the first match of the night. Brock they did it, they did it at versus, WrestleMania. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. Uh, I'm I'm, no, no, I'm just gonna guess that it stays with Brock. I just don't see the WWE changing their ways anytime soon. And this back and forth between Rollins and Brock being champion, uh, if I'm being honest, is boring to me. I don't care about the storyline. Uh, anything related to Brock Lesnar, I, I typically hate because he's just not there enough to continue a storyline. It's hard for me to get invested when. The story's only once every couple of weeks. Right. You know what I mean? You're, you're relying on one man. Actually, two men. It's mostly just a feud between it's Seth Heyman and, and, and yeah, Paul. Because, yeah, Brock doesn't do shit. He and that's why he shouldn't beats. be champion. It's so disrespectful to the fans. Agree. So you're going Brock. Uh, I'm going to say Brock keeps it. And going back to the Owens-McMahon, I think Owens oh, yeah. 
Owens is going to beat the hell out of Shane McMahon. Well, there's McMahon. a stipulation to that. If Owens loses, he has to quit. Well, yeah, but there's also things I've read that basically say that the WWE has pulled their fans, and most of the fans are kind of sick of Shane McMahon, and WWE is going to have him get his ass kicked, so he's going to step away for a long time. They're going to treat so it this, as like he's recovering. Could this be through a couple tables type match? Is that this what could be, be a very epic, like, oh my God, why would Shane do that to himself? Then you're going to realize... It's because he's taken a few months off the show. From what I've read, yeah, could be totally false, but that's just rumors I've seen. You know, I, you know, um, I'll I'll go with Owens in that one too. And then you you said Brock, and I'm going to go Seth Rollins, and I'll tell you why. The storyline the last couple weeks of the raw bits I've I've caught is Seth has gotten his ass kicked, and he's gotten rip quote unquote. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see, but his ribs broken. He's been bleeding internally. He's been mm. thrown through. He's been pulled out of ambulances and thrown on top that. of stuff. I saw that. I saw clips. So he, they're building it up to be that he can barely wrestle. And I guarantee he comes out tonight with his ribs wrapped and he's just oh he's gonna limp me. and then the, the the bell hits. He's gonna and he's win. Fine. He's, he's gonna, gonna win. Fine. Now I'm gonna say Seth Rollins wins because of that reason. Which I'd be more than okay with that. I do like Seth Rollins, but. If the w if the WWE is gonna do that, they better branch him out into another storyline don't have raw tomorrow start off with brock lesnar demanding a rematch right. winning it back or you know what i mean like i don't want to see them feud for another fucking month right. i'm so sick of it so one person i mentioned that i haven't mentioned it's not even on the card i'm surprised other than braun is uh daniel bryan oh he is on the card tonight? no he's not on the card oh. but he's one of your bigger names uh yes and no i mean if i'm being honest myself oh, personally i'm no, not a daniel bryan it. fan i'm not one of the best like wrestlers him. in the game he just doesn't do it for me he's too little He's just, I don't know. I don't like the whole yes thing. I hurts, find him annoying. I hate that he... hurts my feelings. My biggest takeaway, or, or my biggest reason, I guess, is because he's just such a hippie. Like, I hate... He looks like a homeless person out there. The hemp belt was the best thing that ever. That was funny, but it's just like... His character was great for that when he was like he's a He's one of the best heels. When he's a heel, he's one of the best but heels. see, I think my issue is I stopped watching around the time where Daniel Bryan was like up and coming and like got huge. Yeah. I wasn't watching then, so I never got to see this. I was the same way with CM Punk. I hated CM Punk. And then he retired or quit, whatever you want to call it. And I went back on the WWE Network and I watched his documentaries. I watched his best matches, and I was like, "Holy shit, this guy was great!" But I wasn't watching really then, so you I hated can't, him. You can't get the network for nine ninety nine anymore, by the way. You know that? Oh, really? They changed it. Now what? they have multiple. Not to change the subject, but now they have. They came out with a multiple option for streaming services for WWE. So there is still the nine ninety nine. I'm sorry, okay. but it limits you now. Two. So um, you can watch pay per views, but it doesn't give you all the content. Oh. Um, if you want that, it's twelve ninety nine. Fuck you. Twelve ninety nine gets you every single content and gets you to watch all of their library from TNA that they have now too. They should take money off to yeah. put TNA on there. They've got TNA it should be nine ninety nine for pay per views. The WCW, the TNA, all this stuff that they have now. Seven ninety nine if you want to watch TNA and WCW. I'd yeah. pay that. I think seven, not extra. I think, think seven ninety nine gets you pay per views only, nothing else. Interesting. Yeah, they just well, came out I, with the whole multi. I canceled the network a long time ago. The WWE product has been shit to me. In my opinion, and I canceled it a while ago, and I haven't October, really. Been. I think October second is the first episode of AEW since we're on the topic of wrestling. Exciting. Yeah, we'll that talk a little bit about TNT, that too. Yeah, so. uh, I'll watch that just for the uh, history, I guess. Yeah, well, you never know. SummerSlam, though, we uh, we got to get going. To yeah, we are just about done here. I got to go pick up some chicken wings here in ten minutes, wings. so I better hurry up. <laughs> um, but anyway, this has been talking about balls. I want to thank you guys for coming into the locker room with us, coming on the show, and I hope everybody understands my. Uh, little explanation of things in the beginning of the show and i hope if you want to continue listening to us you do that and again if you are only here for foos i get it it is what it is no hard feelings thank you for listening thank you for giving us a chance if you do enjoy the show please stick with us it's only going to get better uh we're going to come up with more stuff we're going to get more creative we're going to start filming things we're going to do more punishments and all that we've just been very busy i'm planning a wedding kyle's moving and selling a house you know 
A lot of people don't understand this. Adult but life. Adult life can get kind of hectic every once in a while. I wish I'd lived in a bubble where I didn't have adult problems, but I don't. Yeah. So it would be a nice life. It would be it. Eh, maybe not. I don't know. No, I'd be kind of alone. <laughs> I don't think I would like it. Um, but also, don't forget uh, this Saturday we're going live. Um, this Saturday we will make plenty of posts, and again, send in your ideas if you have any yes, segment ideas or anything funny you want us to talk party. about to to come onto the show, and it'll be something we can have, or maybe even a one-time thing. Who knows? So we'll go from there. But uh, is that it for you? That's it for me. Let's go have some fun. All right, guys, we're going to have some fun. Uh, please like, subscribe, rate, review, look up everything on our show. Every social media account you can think of, we have it. We have Twitter, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have an email address, talkingaboutballs at yahoo.com. Give it all a whirl. Look up the show on iTunes. It is in the Google Play Store. If you are on iTunes, I'm not sure how Google Play works, but if you're on iTunes, look it up in the podcast store. Give us a five-star review. Give us a little review. Anything you want to do, If it, it's up to you. It would be great if you can. I think I just rhymed a lot of shit with you and... Yeah, I mean, you're on a roll. I wasn't going to stop you. No, it was going well. I just going, after man. after I said it all in my head, I'm like, wow, that kind of rhymed. <laughs> uh, but anyway, because that's how my brain works. I don't think about what I'm actually saying. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. This was a fun episode. I uh, hope you guys are back again soon. We'll talk to you on Saturday. Later. See ya.